0: And welcome to another... The official podcast of The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky
1: Cauldron. Do you hear that, Ern? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go! You're
2: wasting time!
1: Welcome to Pottercast, the official podcast of The Leaky Cauldron. Your number one source for theories, news and discussion. And interviews from the books and the films, like me and Rupert Grint. I play Ron Weasley in the Harry Potter films. And now your hosts, Melissa, John and Sue.
0: Welcome everybody to podcast number 122. Woo. It's a very special podcast. We have way more people than are usually on a full podcast, so we're going to go around Mickey Mouse Club style and say hello.
1: Hi, this is Nick from the Leaky Lounge, known as Nick TLC. Hi,
3: this is Minnie Mouse Sue. Minnie Mouse. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. This is Sue. Where are you from? I'm from Squee Land.
1: This is Sue. Land. This is Alex, um, Super Alex... Whatever you want to call
3: him. <laughs> but please wow. call him Super Alex. That's the underlying
1: <laughs>
0: message there. <Yes>. John. <laughs>
1: the John from Dalish land. You're representing
2: <laughs> the citizens of Dalish. <laughs> I'm Matt from the Wamping Willows.
0: Yay. He also is the Wamping Willows. Yes he, yes. Yes. He's the
2: Womping Willows. Yeah. Entire. I am the Wamping Willows.
0: Okay. We have a very, very special, exciting podcast. So first we have to say hello from our People at Borders. Today's podcast is brought to you by Borders. Haven't read Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows yet? Seriously? (laughs) Don't worry. Borders is here to help. Pick up your copy, like right now, of this summer smash hit soon. You won't be able to hide from the spoilers forever. You can count on Borders to have it in stock and ready to take home tonight, along with the audiobook version. Even if you've read the book, the Harry Potter fun doesn't have to end yet. Visit BordersMedia.com or click on the Borders banner at the top of the podcast page to find out more.
4: Get the audiobook, is awesome. I just got to say that.
0: I want Joe to do the audiobook. Ah,
4: Joe can read. Joe can read darn good.
0: Very good. Good good thing, because she probably has to do that while she writes. Yeah, well, I don't know. All right, so, Sue, what kind of news do we have this week? Because we got so much to talk about.
3: Well, let's see. There was film and news. They're finally, they are, as we've said before, filming um, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, but the big news of the week is that they're Yeah, doing filming, filming. Filming. Two places. We don't care. There. Okay. <laughs> <Nine> <laughs> scenes. Well, we don't know if Ray Fiennes' Voldemort is actually going to be there, but that's a rumor, and...
0: Yeah. And Great, they're filming. And they're Joe film. was in the United States. Yeah. What? 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 J.K. Rowling, as you all know, spent a week touring the United States and in, and Canada. She did four events in the U.S. and one in Canada talking to school children and a very special reading in New York at Carnegie Hall for winners of the Scholastic uh, Open Book Tour yes. and their guests. Mm-hmm. And there is so much new canon that all our heads are spinning.
4: Oh my gosh. And there's been so many stories so far kind of uh, people who got to attend these events, all of them, and uh, how great an experience it was uh, getting their books signed by Joe and, uh, saying hello and having eye contact and getting that new canon and holy crap, do we have a story to top all of that?
0: Mm, yes we do. <laughs> yeah, we're not happy or anything. No. <laughs> we're not even
4: 24 hours away from it.
0: No. So you're si- we're in New York, um, we're at my apartment in New York because all these lovely people are with me this weekend. We all came together for a very special reason and that was that Ms. Joe asked us to go and see her. At Carnegie Hall, and not just the show. She asked five Leaky members to go and meet her backstage before the show. Awesome. Yes, um, and we didn't talk about it before because we were in too much shock to. Pretty
3: much, <laughs> still can't believe it actually happened. It was just, just the most extraordinary thing. I, I have, have to so actually
4: this. concentrate to re- even remember everything. Yeah, because it's such a a blur almost at this point. But uh, how do you, how do we even want to do this? We want to try to.
0: Can I tell the story of me calling you? you Oh, God, yeah. This might be a long podcast, guys. Get comfortable, get coffee. Yeah. You know? Um, I called John first because my phone was acting up and, um, I couldn't have anybody else's number offhand. So. Well, she resorted to me. I resorted to John. <laughs> I
4: guess. <laughs> well, but
0: you know, that's the yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, 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 no, whatever. So I called John. I wasn't going to tell him immediately because I was really, no offense, really most excited about telling him to Sue. <laughs> because I couldn't wait. But then I was just going to get Sue's number because I usually just. Auto dial it. Yeah. Um. And John, I had to tell him once I heard his voice. So I got very serious. he said, John, you know, I have to something very serious. You know, I have to tell you something. And I'm in trouble. <laughs> but it wasn't even your I'm in trouble voice. It was your, okay, what?
4: Like <laughs> what happened? Which kid died? Stop! <laughs> oh. No, it's <sighs> terrible How <That's> cruel!
3: to <laughs> this glorious day and You say something to me. <laughs> Smack him. <laughs> <laughs> She's having <laughs> a <laughs> I hate you. Through your own laughter.
0: i tried to eat you <laughs> enough this week. That's then. true. She uh. hisses at him all the time, oh, though. I've seen that. Oh, First thing. <laughs> Alright, anyway, anyway, back on topic. It's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Stop laughing. I'm done
4: laughing.
0: i you <laughs> You and your tooth. Hey, um. Um, Anyway, I told him, and he. He threw up a bit.
4: Yeah, I was at school, and I had to find an empty classroom and run around in circles in, inside of it. The very idea, in a few weeks' time, we would be face-to-face with the goddess rolling. is was too much. Yeah. <laughs> it was too cool. <laughs> yeah. It's immediately like, oh, my God, what the hell you yeah. say? Knowing that you're going to have more than a second right there in front of her, we're like, we had, actually, we had, didn't even really know how long it was going to be. No, not we knew it was going to be like a certain window before her performance that she'd have to meet with people, but it could have been a minute, it could have been a wave hello, it could have been a half hour, it could have been, you know, a sleepover. Who knows? <laughs> so it was we somewhere had a in the happy middle.
0: We had a sleepover. Joe's was over there, and we're we gonna all brought BJ out, so pants
4: and marshmallows. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> Oh, and wonderful. then
0: I told John that I had to tell Sue. And his reaction was, I need to be on that phone call. Yeah. <laughs> so we taped that
4: one, didn't we? We
0: did. Can, we're not oh, going to play, it. Maybe, play it. maybe next
4: week. Maybe next week we'll show highlights. If we
0: get email requests. No!
1: That <laughs> no! <okay? laughs> <No! laughs> was so awesome.
0: No! <laughs> Sue didn't even make noise. That's how you know. Okay? No. She was like... <laughs> And we all cracked up. Because my mother was sitting next to me, because I was at yeah. my mom's house. My mother was sitting next to me crying. Mm-hmm. I was crying. Sue was crying. John was just stunned silent.
4: Remember what I said when uh, when we called Sue up and she said, What's going on? Yeah.
0: She's <laughs> like, Oh, what's going I said, I had to tell you something. Oh, what's the matter? What's the matter? John goes, I was in a car accident.
3: I'm <laughs> in <laughs> oh, here it's all not funny. All concerned, just what happened? I'll be right there. So yeah, I wanted to you right from
0: very
4: <laughs> low to very high in like a second. So he would have the reaction you did, which was. Because
0: that's why nuts. she had the reaction she did. Though. Yes, because yes. of my
4: game. Not
3: that I'm an emotional person <laughs> at all.
0: No. no. <laughs> and then we called Nick. It's like we're picking up staff members as we go. Yes. Yeah. We called Nick, and Nick never says three words, ever. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Nick's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Slow mo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was all over Skype.
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. It
0: <sighs> was amazing. And then. We, we we called Doris, which you might be thinking, hey, Doris is not here. Who the hell is Doris? <laughs> Doris um, is our lovely project manager who runs the inner workings of who's working on what and, and how the inner operations are going. It's really a huge job, and she does it amazingly. And you've heard her do fan interviews and stuff of like that. But then she couldn't get out of work. Mean boss person Ooh. who I hope doesn't listen to this podcast. Um, Jerks. And so we had to ask Alex. Yay!
1: <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. I mean, was I'm the kidding. last <laughs> No,
0: but I really, I, I wish I could. we could have brought the entire staff, 200 mm-hmm. people, yes. you know. And um, in her
4: little majesty suite the yeah. kind of hall.
0: <laughs> but the reason it went the way it did was that this was clear that Joe was being thankful for the lead up to book seven about the spoiler stuff and and and, and my, my lovely staff and how they acted. So um, programming kind of came second i'm sorry but then we call alex and he had to wake his family up and 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 okay so now we have everybody's been told what's next
4: what's next we've got to
3: cut this down
4: we all went shopping and got pretty clothes (laughs) we did (laughs) no well let's fast forward to the night of the thing yeah which was yesterday um we all got dressed up all pretty and I uh, made our way over to Carnegie Hall and we went to the little side stage door and attempted to not run into anybody because at that point no one knew we were going in there. And it was just for some reason fun to keep it a secret. <laughs> so we <laughs> ran into a few fans, a few friends, and uh, went in there, was brought up into a little holding area with a few other uh, um, people that were going to be lucky enough to, uh, to meet Joe, uh, one of them was uh, a girl who had uh, worked on Leaky for a while. and Now she actually has her own site called uh, In, in honor, honor of Rolling. No,
0: In Honor Rolling. Honor of Rolling. No, but oh. the website address is InHonorRolling.com. That's right. No, of. Yes. Five straight plugs. Here you go. Yay. Hey, <laughs> yeah, Michaela.
4: Check it out. <laughs> and um, a few other people as well who were all very excited and they all went in, um, uh, you know, first. And uh, um, well, we
0: uh, almost vomited all over the, the <laughs> yeah,
3: radio. I couldn't sit still. Yeah,
0: we brought her a big thing of like podcast t shirts and messages yes. from our staff. And and I'm gonna say
3: this plug her mama, Miss Carol, <laughs> Mama, and Ellie. right. I'm gonna plug for <laughs> Melissa's mom, did this beautiful basket of the uh, things that we had. It and
4: was so
0: cool. It
3: was so cool. And do you want to talk about the staff? Meeting? Yeah, the staff are uh, we, couldn't, we
0: couldn't even announce it to the full staff just for a while, and so we just said, Hey, there's a big project. You know, just, just uh, It's secret, but give us a message like like you were talking to Joe and thanking me for the series. <laughs> and we put them together and we had like, some of those and then we did a little intro. Yeah. And we put the Leaky song at the end of it, which we yeah. should put on this podcast. Sure, why not? Brad yeah. from Draco and the Malfoys made us um, a song for the Leaky Cauldron and so we put that at yeah. the end of the CD as well. Yeah. And we gave her a copy of Jingle Spells, which you should be buying right now. Absolutely. Right now. Click
4: the button on on uh, Leaky Cauldron.
0: Please put that, that kind of- <laughs> button
4: up. <laughs> <laughs> and find out all the details. Okay. Somebody,
0: somebody was murdered in my hallway. Yeah.
4: Mushka are You here? stop
0: that
1: It's <laughs> <is> so bad.
0: you <laughs> When you go to hell, cats will you. <laughs> Lord knows
4: where. That that's where all the cats are.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> walked
3: right into that. Yeah. I know that he's going to take every opportunity to abuse poor, helpless felines. I hate him.
4: So, oh, God.
3: So, okay, I mean, and then everybody, and then what happened, Melly? They said. Nope. Oh, they said they came in, they go, last but certainly not least. Yeah. And so then we were
0: all brought in to Get see Joe. And, and I.
4: I was wheeled in on a wheelchair. <laughs> long since painted. Oh. Carrying the basket of gifts.
0: And she just launched out of her room and into hugs. Yes. And and greeting everybody. And and it was so lovely.
4: Well, it's funny, though, because you guys, the girl ladies got the hugs immediately. Yeah. And I'm like, uh-oh. I didn't come in here for a Joe handshake. I need a hug.
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> before,
4: before the time was through, I got my hug and subsequently hooked up other two boys here with hugs. Yeah. Because that's what I do.
1: We thanked him deeply. Yeah.
0: <laughs> because, no, because as we were leaving... He was on the, and you said, Oh no, I, I want a hug yeah. and she said, Okay and then she goes, Well I have to hug you now, meaning Nick yeah. and then you looked at Alex and said, Give me a hug yeah. <laughs> and, you know, It was really really warm and, warm and wonderful. And she you know, she's just so chill. She just came out and started talking to us and her her daughter Jessica was there and they talked about how they were huge fans of Leaky and and, and they 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 thanked the staff for um, being alert about about spoilers and all the work they did with the lead up which was really gratifying for us oh Um, yeah and um then we got to ask her a couple questions
4: yes
1: Mm. (laughs) what could those be
4: i totally wimped out out of anything that anyone would ever think i would ask her i
3: know no dollish no horcree no
4: tallish no horcree no mr blood no mr blood oh mr blood (laughs) oh don't remind me
3: but there but. was a one glorious,
4: beautiful <laughs> yeah. question. It's funny that I you get all about this, because oh, this no, was not a definitive... I'm
0: angry, because she didn't answer... Okay, I, 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 I set it up. I went in there with an agenda that she had to address this. And I said, you know, John maintains that 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 Halva Hufflepuff enslaved the house elf yes. tortures <laughs> Sue.
3: And she didn't make the argument stop. Go ahead, tell her, tell them she's what she said helga as i predicted helga brought them offered them refuge refuge and
4: then said "Well, it's not the first thing she said she said it was a no, very interesting question thing. It was very interesting that you asked this and uh i don't know if we ever knew definitively that helga had any role in burning in the house elves of the castle but it seems like that's what she had said it was that it yeah, was helga yeah. of the founders yeah. was yes. what brought them there yeah yeah she said that. Offered them offered
3: refuge. Offered them but then she refuge. In fairness
0: to
1: John. I said, in fairness to John, said,
4: fairness to John um, you, you could say that the kind plantation owner does not <laughs> equate to, you know, <laughs> relieving them of slavery.
3: Oh, so, but let's continue the rest of the conversation and then. She
4: said, as Dumbledore gave Dobby refuge, uh-huh. so did Helga bring the uh, house off refuge. However, and- there. Dumbledore brought Dobby in as a paid employee and all the other house elves. And she addressed with, that. She said, there. you
3: know, their mindset is yeah. that they don't want to leave.
4: So well, that's they don't know any saying. better after how many generations she of house elves that. living and dying but and not knowing anything else.
3: But okay, they were not we're being persecuted. Yeah, okay, I'm just saying. She left uh, it open
4: for us, which is awesome uh, because I can keep teasing Sue.
0: They don't care. We have. No. They don't care. Let's talk more about what Joe said. Yeah. <laughs> but
3: care. Joe was like. I was elated, and I have to say that. And Joe was quite. She knew I was elated, and
0: so, so I just said, you know, she was very into Hufflepuff, and she so she said, it, she said, yeah, you know what? Explain to me why.
3: Why? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I and I talked to them, and 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 it got to the point, and she goes, you know, Neville. Oh Neville! Neville! <laughs> Neville! We were talking about other things. She goes Neville. When the Sorting Hat put it, on, he, they put the Sorting Hat on Neville. It initially wanted to put him in Hufflepuff. Oh. Just saying, right poor there, Neville. new cannon. Stop. But then it's all what? How embarrassing for him. Poor Neville. But Stop. so that was very. I mean, she was very enthused about Neville and yes. asking us what we thought about Neville's role in book seven and saving yeah. the day. how much we loved it. Yeah, it and then awesome.
0: she revealed to us that she about, yes. about, the, about the thing that she was reading, the, the passage that she was reading, which was so yes. much different. And as soon as she said, she goes, well, it's the part where Ron comes back and we all went, ah! We, we all loved that part. We, loved well, we, it. Can't,
4: we can't forget the coolest thing she said, which for me was better than finding out about, you know, Dolores or the Horcrux because it actually has relevance to a lot more people than me. Was when we talked about uh, why Harry wasn't really a Horcrux.
3: Yay! Which Sorry. was
4: <laughs> crazy because I wasn't really expecting it, but it was something that we all talked about. How it doesn't make any sense because in the same book she talks about how a human is an opposite of a Horcrux, and and she's like, yes, you know, that's 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 right. I, no, know. she's
0: the one who actually said that first. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she said, you know, it was the, in the
4: dang book. Yeah.
3: She didn't say in the dang book. No, she didn't say in
4: the dang book, but, you know, she did, you know, reiterate that that was correct. And she said that, you know, at, at that point in the story, it's a matter of convenience to call him a Horcrux when there's no other better thing, you know, better thing to call him at that point. But, you know, technically he wasn't a Horcrux because Voldemort never intended on him becoming one. But yeah uh harry was written up in the book as a horcrux as a matter of convenience at that point because it was too complicated
0: and it's just it's never happened before so that's it's the most it's the most convenient thing to call him yes and so but she said that she wanted to make it very clear it was very important that it was clear that he wasn't actually a horcrux
4: yeah even
0: though dumbledore said he was a horcrux
4: which we would love to see on your site somewhere at some point joe so people
0: (laughs) (laughs) i know it's a mass conspiracy
4: yes
0: what else what else uh, after oh she
4: doesn't give it give a two about programming and coding <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Alex yeah she said uh, she asked she asked me so you code don't you I said yes and she's like that does nothing for me whatsoever yeah. no no so
0: that means
1: nothing to me that Not, nothing, that does oh, nothing. Oh, a little wow. different yeah. <laughs> that does nothing that means for nothing, me that means nothing to me yeah, <laughs> but her daughter <laughs> Jessica
4: is into that stuff though she <laughs> wants to be an engineer which she, it was a, a funny little comment she had made about how you know, they're, they're so uh, different in that, uh, you know, Joe's all into, like, the uh, literature, the creative stuff, artsy stuff, and Jessica has a real scientific mind, which is kind of interesting little, uh, interesting how that happens with families. It's, they're very unique.
0: Well, Sue and Joe shared a very special moment about being single moms.
3: It, uh, it was just a very powerful. Yes.
0: They hugged and made everybody cry.
3: I, I almost right cried. Now. <laughs> I want you to know this, people. Joe is a genuinely lovely, kind, caring person. And she really cares about her fans. And she actually stops and listens to everyone. She looks you in the eye. She listens to what people are saying and what she did. And it was just very special to me. And I can't talk anymore because I'm very much. <laughs> it meant a lot to me. It was awesome. Joe rocks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can we say one thing that she said about? What she liked at the end about what one of her favorite scenes in uh, how, yeah. at the end It's McGonagall
0: saying "charge." <laughs> Which I always I wanted to say, but it was so confusing. Everybody was saying goodbye at that point, and um, yeah. what was amazing about McGonagall saying "charge" is that it comes directly on top of Ron feeling the first grief for Fred. Mm-hmm. And she has this enormously funny moment right on top of that. It's who does that? How how can you do that? You yeah. know, and still retain the funniness and the sadness. Yeah, you know. A talented, a talented pretty writer.
4: Pretty awesome. I told her about how I uh, predicted the Knights of Hogwarts. Yes, you did? she
3: I did. Yes. I, must have been I think to you were the one
4: that brought it up.
3: Oh, no, I did. Did. Oh, you <laughs> did That's right. Did. Yeah. What she said. And she said.
4: She's like, oh, really? Uh, you yeah. know, she was, she was kind of uh,
3: amused at that. She was, but she liked it though. She yeah. thought it was really cool. Yeah. She was just really enthusiastic and just genuine and and you know, people from Scholastic. She did, but Joe was just. Yes. It was awesome. She smelled great still. <laughs> she looked fab. Her hair is fab. It was yes. awesome. Yeah.
4: But yeah. now, the challenge to all podcast listeners and all of their post um, post Meeting Joe uh, letters that they'll be writing to her mm-hmm. is to explain to her what it is to listen to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she hasn't quite figured that out yet. I'm
0: we'll sure Jessica could tell her.
4: Jessica, um, we're talking to you now, Jessica, because Lord yeah. knows you yeah. listen. <laughs> Just download it for. Um, Put it on
0: her iPod. Get her one. She's got some money. Get, yeah.
4: lot, I'm sure there's somewhere to line around the house. You can go go into the couch cushions and you know get some change for an iPod.
0: A of pounds.
4: Yeah, give her a few episodes to start her out with. You know, send her out when she goes on her jogs or whatever she does to keep. I won't go there. Joe's looking good at the thing. Never mind. God. Don't look at me like I'm
3: retarded.
4: Well, she has to exercise. Look at her.
3: She's fabulous. She's, yeah. gorgeous. She's gorgeous. She's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, we love her so. So, much. so when she gets this iPod, should we? Should we? Like you know,
4: we should just send her an iPod with every episode on it. Oh God.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Subtle. <laughs>
4: That'd be fun.
3: <laughs> Not so much.
4: <laughs> I gave her a few T-shirts
2: and was
0: stickers. T-shirts and stickers. <laughs> yeah. No, a, she really enjoyed the
2: basket. So I think you should just send her the live podcast from Phoenix Rising, dude. That was fun. Or just that clip where I'm playing.
3: Yeah, <laughs> 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 just that part.
2: <laughs> Aw.
3: Okay,
0: guys, we have to talk about something really serious. I know it's on everybody's mind. Oh gosh.
4: this week, thousands of comments.
0: Thousands, actually, thousands. Yes. Um, it's 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 scandalous. Yes. We, it's huge news. It's very serious.
3: It is. I just couldn't believe my ears.
0: Yeah. I I don't think I'll ever think about this person the same. Yes. Dumbledore.
4: Dumbledore, unbeknownst to all of us, had a huge stamp collection.
3: What? I know stamps. A muggle hobby. How could he? That's
4: unbelievable.
3: I don't believe it. I'm a little
4: disturbed by this because... How my beliefs are, I don't believe in collecting anything, much less stamps. And I was raised that way, and I, I just can't put it past it in my mind.
0: It changes everything about him. Why would she reveal this now? I know. What's the point?
4: If it was important that he collected stamps, why not write that into one of the books?
0: Yeah, yeah or why not give us point. clues, right? Yeah. yeah man.
4: Yeah.
0: Pardon? Right? Why not give us clues as we read oh, the books? Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I'm not saying that every stamp collector has to act the same way. Or that there is such a thing as like a stereotypical stamp collector. But, you know, yeah, it was just such a shock that I was not expecting it.
0: Well, Nick Nick and I were discussing um, our religions, and, and, and Nick's religion is against collecting stamps.
1: Hugely. Yeah. I mean, it says in just about every religious text I could find, you know, Kama Sutra and whatever, that, <laughs> yes. you know, you're not, you just don't do that. It's, ugh. It goes against every fiber of my being. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, clearly then, he's just not a great wizard. He was just all a big lie.
0: It was a lie. I mean, ew, she wants children to read these books?
3: Well, I well, it seems like you guys are all
2: kind of bothered by this, and um, yeah. I actually would like to offer another opinion, which is that I think stamp collecting is actually a very worthwhile hobby. I think it's, it's safe, it's fun, and I, I just... I'm actually a huge stamp collector myself. I can't talk Whoa. to you. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've collected many stamps. Um, wow. All different kinds. I have like the Elvis set. And Whoa, very cool. They're pretty rare, aren't they? Like yeah. the butterflies and, wow. you know. Nice. American flags, which I actually hear Dumbledore. Uh, the follow up story, he doesn't collect American flags.
0: What? That's even worse. <laughs> There's a certain oh. kind of stamp that he won't collect?
4: Yeah, apparently. <sighs> Everybody, every stamp collector has a type. I guess
0: i to sound too excited. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but. Okay, no, I think the is up. Anyway. Okay. Guys. Aside from that. Yeah. Also, Dumbledore is gay. That's it. Let's move on. Okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we can't move on. But yeah. I hope that demonstrated a little bit how we feel about Joe outing Dumbledore and, and, and letting us all know that he's gay. I mean, I'm just gonna open it up. What do you, what was your guys' reaction when this happened? Uh, I was,
4: I was, you know, immediately thinking, oh my gosh. You know, because Joe laughs it off, even with the whole fan fiction comment she made at the, at the thing. But, you know, I was most looking forward to reading some of the comments we'd be getting about all this. Because uh, the Harry Potter fandom, at least, you know, the people who follow it super close and read the websites, make their own podcasts and stuff. This bunch of people is, you know, a fairly liberal bunch. If you want to Take you know statistics, and that's, that's been that's been sorted out long ago. So to have this issue come up, I was very interested to see um, you know what people would say. And the only two things that I mean, obviously there was a good, well not good, a fairly small percentage of negative response to it. But uh, the two things that uh, that people are trying to clear up for some of these people who are spouting, uh, I guess, what could be called hate speech is when you make a comment like, uh-oh, Dumbledore's gay, it's a good thing he didn't come on to Harry. Yeah. You know, oh God, that's is. Or, that is
0: disgusting. Yeah. Not that he would come on to Harry. There's a big difference between being gay and being a child molester and being in an incestual relationship. Yes. Or, being, or being, you know, child molestation, pedophilia, child abuse, sexual abuse. None of those things equal gay. And I, I'm really angry at the intolerance that's going mm-hmm. on on Leaky and everything that we've had to delete in that comment. It doesn't even have to do with sexuality. It's about power, mm-hmm. uh, pedophilia, and, and, and child molestation, and rape. Those things are about power more than sexuality. Mm-hmm. Dumbledore is gay. He's also a brilliant teacher and a kind man and a compassionate person, and he loved Harry like a son.
4: Yeah.
0: It doesn't change anything else about him.
4: And well, uh, that's... Uh, that's... Um you know, going into the specifics of the, of the greater issue people are grunting are with for some reason is that somehow hearing about Dumbledore being gay is Joe introducing sexuality into this, you know, at the last minute. And be like, what books were all of you guys reading <laughs> right. when people were making out all the time and Ron and Lafla. Like yeah. eels, I love
3: yeah. that line, and you know.
4: Exactly. I mean, I, mean, I mean, there's, you know, undercurrents of this stuff happening all over the place. And just, you know, it was all hetero stuff. You know up and up until this point but uh it's it's like you know saying it's a just it's just a funny double standard where you can be all like um mm-hmm. you know oh it's cute when we when we think that ron and hermione had crushes on each other for all these years but then suddenly it's like oh uh dumbledore and dumbledore had a crush on grindelwald and that's you know oh do we don't need to hear about what he's doing with his you know other wand and, uh, we are, that's what people are saying. Aww. You know, it's like suddenly it all has to do. Oh, it's, it's a it's, it's a big sexual thing now. Yeah. You know, there's and
2: there's no. I think there's a difference between, um, rolling being sexual or having the text be sexual and there just being sexuality. Like someone's sexuality, um, their orientation in and of itself is not sexual. Yeah. yeah. Um, it doesn't say anything about. Dumbledore's activities. It doesn't say anything about his love life necessarily, except, you know, the type or the gender of the person that he would be attracted to.
3: It it really had nothing to do with the plot. It didn't change his story. No. Right. Except that it informed. It gave us a little more detail about why the Grindelwald thing was so, so tragic on so many levels. It was just terrible. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, Still remains the same as far as mine. I'm like, okay, that's just another just like all the other plethora of canon that we have learned. Yeah. and I mean, we've learned so many different things about, you know, people being soulmates and what, you know, Cho went on to marry a muggle and all these other amazing little things. Well, that doesn't make me think, oh, well, Cho Chang is no, you know, because she married a muggle. Yeah. This makes her any less of a witch. You know, I just like, these are just little things about the characters, and I, I just, I was so disappointed that people said, well, now, Dumbledore is now diminished, and that that just... Oh.
0: Yeah. Or Joe is now diminished. Yes. That's an extraordinarily oh, right. brave thing. She may oh, yeah. be somebody with a lot of power yeah. and influence, but this kind of thing has hurt other people before, yeah. and she just... It was so blasé, and so, yes, not blasé, but just very confident. Yes, he's gay. That's it. You mm-hmm. know, and when people act like that, more people act like that, that's when we get more tolerance. Yeah,
4: well, Joe, she I was asked um, another question that night about... Um, you know, the similarities between, you know, the Death Eaters and uh, and the Nazis and World War II and all that stuff. And she said if there was any, you know, overarching uh, lessons to be learned from her series. And mm-hmm. she said it was a prolonged, you know, lesson and, you know, about, you know, about um, tolerance, tolerance and and, and having, having people just, you know, get rid of prejudice and bigotry and that kind of thing. And she says that, you know, that's something that... Uh, you know, that and questioning authority and questioning that, you know, not everything you hear from authority or the press is, is true. Those sort of things is something that would draw negative uh, responses and criticism, but she thinks it's important to teach uh, uh, young people about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So to introduce, you know, different sexualities among your main characters in your book is, you know, it's a it's a brave thing only in that she's one of the first to do so in such a popular yeah. uh, franchise like certainly
0: this. nothing this popular that became popular without having gayness as a, as a part of it without having sexuality as a part of it um, has, has done this and you know Fans and slashers for years, and I say slashers, you guys probably don't know what, not all of you know what slashers are slash is is homosexuality um in sort of like fan fiction fandom you the slash refers to the actual slash that goes between the ship, so if I ship like Harry and Draco, which a lot of people do, and I don't, but I think a lot of people do mm-hmm. um you you to represent it I put h slash d you know and that should Harry Draco anyway, um they've been saying. For years, that all. wouldn't it be great if there was a character that was gay? Everybody thought that Sirius was gay for a while. You no, know, Remus was, was, or Remus, yeah, and, yeah. because he's very fastidious, and yeah. you know. Um, and so, wouldn't it be great? And would well, look what she'd do for the cause, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, any Harry Potter character being gay would have been huge for the movement for for the for the gay civil rights movement mm-hmm. for everything. But for her to come out and say the most respected person. Yeah. You know, he might have been a jerk for a little while there, but he was a brilliant, respected person. Totally. For
2: he had his reasons for being
3: a jerk. Yeah, yeah. he what had, had his assumed. reasons. He also, he was in love. Yeah. Well, yes. Well, yeah, it's heartbroken. Yeah. It's heartbroken. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. There, There's there's two other issues I really would like that there have also come up in the conversation that are very, very strong. And this has been, maybe it's perhaps, it's just more so in, in America than it is in other countries, but I don't know. But there was a lot of criticism and complaints about Joe using uh, biblical quotes in the book and a reference to Corinthians, in, I believe on the tombstone, and calling Joe a hypocrite for having this, this information when... And I just I I think that's just another example of the intolerance and kind of, in my opinion, missing the whole point of what it is, but I'm not gonna make judge how you choose to believe in your life, that is yeah. fine, but to yeah. to berate Joe and to berate anyone else that to to do that to say that that is Joe is hypocritical and and it's just yeah. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I, all- I I like the words to 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 go on that because that was just so offensive to me.
0: We all sort of turned around to each other and said, oh my gosh, Laura Mallory's going to explode. Mm-hmm. You know, she, I, I really, I've, yeah. I've got to email her and ask her whatever. You know, and
4: is. And the Laura Mallory's in the world can explode, you know. It doesn't make them any more, you know, right. relevant or right mm-hmm. to, to any you of You can this.
0: think it's wrong. You can believe it's wrong. You can, yes. you can you can follow that interpretation of the Bible and whatever. Um, but it doesn't mean you have to bring intolerance on other people. I'm pretty sure that's... In the Bible too, about being wrong. So yeah. you know,
4: I mean, we're not assuming to sit here and think that our hour-long podcast is going to change people's no. mind about this stuff. <laughs> but it's 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 as yeah, simple as, you know, this is Joe's book. This is these are Joe's characters, and you know, she's only giving us this information because she's on a book tour and was asked by you know true fans, you know, more details about the characters that they love so much. She's not coming out here and trying to get extra popularity. Lord knows she doesn't need any popularity. She goes out of her way to make sure she's not, you know, giving her children any, you know, celebrity, mm-hmm. you know, influences on on their lives. She's what? not that kind of person. Her mm-hmm. books don't need it.
0: Which they, by the way, I mean, she's being <laughs> successful. Jessica was the most down-to-earth yes. oh, girl. Oh, yeah, totally. Just kind of chill, you know, hanging out, wearing sneakers, you know, yeah. Jessica. Yeah, <laughs> it was so, just she's not a little Paris Hilton. There's no way. Yeah. So her. so yeah.
4: any of you guys think that you know, she said all this just to get a stir out of, you know, everybody. It's, oh, it's ludicrous. <laughs> if you see the sales on these books, they don't need any of kind <laughs> of nonsense.
3: No. Oh, yeah, the publicity. They're saying, "No, oh, yeah, Joe just needs the publicity. I'm like, hello. I mean, that's... <laughs> not so much. That's ridiculous.
4: So we're not going to change our minds, but we are going to keep our site and our podcast up to uh, you know a high level of uh in- intolerance and uh you you know, integrity intolerance. here. Not intolerance i thought you said
0: intolerance <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. like really <laughs>
4: integrity not intolerance okay.
0: but. well um we're certainly going to talk about this more in the future mm-hmm. and with more learned people but um we, let's take a little break right now to talk about some wizard rock stuff and then we'll get back to all the other stuff joe said
1: yeah. okay um
0: as you know we have matt from the Womping willows Yay. here hi and we're <laughs> we're we're going to talk about jingle spells for a minute which is the charity compilation was a rock CD that you should all have bought by now. What are you doing? We only have a certain amount left, and if They're you don't buy it, it around, right? you can pre order to our it. But yeah. Um, if you don't, seriously, if you don't buy it, we're not printing more. So if you want it, go get it before somebody else gets their copy. Uh, there'll be a button on Leaky by the time this podcast goes up, yep. and there'll be a button on podcast.com at all times. <laughs> Um, we have songs from... Sorry, that was just a little hint to job, for John to do his job. I make graphics. You make graphics. Um, so we have songs from... Who
2: is it now? Um, Fourteen bands. Fourteen bands. We have Harry and the Potters, Catch Love, Draco and the Malfoys, uh, Ginny and the Heartbreakers, The Moaning Myrtles, Ministry of Magic, um, The Mudbloods, Hungarian Horntails...
0: Hermione Crookshanks. Hermione
2: Crookshanks experience.
0: Um Oliver Boyd and the Remembrance. Yes.
2: Oliver Boyd.
0: Remus Lupins. Remus
2: Lupins. That that
0: guy. Grand Forge, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Grand Forge. Um. Uh, we are missing two guys.
3: Well, um, there's a there's there's a bonus version though. Are you counting the words?
0: Well the bonus there's a bonus something that if you buy the C D you'll get an sh- email with later. Yeah. That has like, oh, yeah. a link to the to the, the bonus version of a song. But, and the parcel mouse. And there's also the Wamping Willows, duh. What? We didn't mention oh, yeah, you. We didn't count you. <laughs> we didn't count you. That was my
2: joke.
1: I what, was about out? Uh, what, what about what Voldemort's what? Outside?
4: What? what about Voldemort's Outside? Did that not make the cut? I hate you. On the CD? Or is that a bonus track, too? I hate you. I thought if you, like, listen to... Thwapping Willow song and let it run for forty-five extra seconds of silence. Voldemort's outside. Starts Shut
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, anyway, that's what but a lot of you have been very embraced since we announced it, and it's really exciting. And everybody and John is a, a classic example of someone who didn't really like was a rock. But I didn't
4: like it. All you wizard rockers. <laughs> just, is...
3: Never just. I mean, he was aware was a rock, and he just. You know. I mean, he knew a few I songs he was
0: very aware of, a of Wizard rock. We spent a couple of weeks on the road yeah. with Harry daughters. He was very aware of wizard yeah. rock. the bathroom. He don't belong here after
3: hearing this music though haven't you, Mr. John
0: this is my
4: favorite Wizard Rock album by Mm -hmm. far hands down I love Christmas songs but you know this is uh, these are all very solid tracks Mm -hmm.
2: here I think like all the bands just totally stepped up and really submitted their best work and um, except for Harry and the Potters yeah they suck. (laughs) they were I think they got a little lazy (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um,
4: they're good for an anthem on every album
0: oh stop the love it guys
4: I love Paul well, and uh, um, Jake.
2: <laughs>
0: Send your
3: letters now, to... <laughs> Dear
2: God, no, uh, everything track one through fourteen. It's awesome. Yeah, it's really really good.
3: And there's um, a good variety of it. I like it. I mean, we can you can hear samples of it on on on, on Lee- and uh, there's, a there's a good uh, good variety of different types of music of the Christmas mm-hmm. music too. I mean, there's some that are just really. Light and some kind of country kind of tune. It's mm-hmm. more just upbeat and stuff. And I and it there's a lot of songs I think that are not just strictly Christmas that are are not one denomination. If you would not sure. be Christian,
4: perhaps right. Just holiday song. Holiday. Holiday song.
3: Rocking around the bathroom stall. Yeah, Myrtles <laughs> <laughs> really are funny, They're very funny, funny girls. Humor but, and wit and charm in this music. But some people's
0: reaction to this was, ah, oh, hey, where's the right? And why do you think? Why do you think some people get a little weird about that?
2: I don't know. I. I think there's definitely um, one thing I've noticed um, I guess as I've gotten more involved in the fandom is that there is an element that just doesn't like Wizard Rock, doesn't get Wizard Rock and doesn't really understand why it's part of things
0: Why Um, is it part of things?
2: Part of things, yeah Um, I'm not very smart Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm a musician No, but I, I think that a couple of the conventions that I've been to there have been, you know people like overhearing when bands are on stage, like, why are these people here, and stuff like that. And you know what, I think it's okay, I think people are entitled to their opinions, and I think that part of it might be that a lot of the music, a lot of the people involved are either really, um, you know, this is like their first band, this is the first time that they're working on a band, or they come from like a DIY punk background. Mm-hmm. And their sense of aesthetics is a little bit unconventional, so you have a lot of bands. Um, I mean, Harry and the Potters are a great example of a band that really came from like a local punk scene, and then um, you know, so they're not going to be releasing like these um, you know perfect songs that you would hear on top forty radio. They're going to be releasing rock songs, and I think I think that's part of it too. Yeah.
3: Can I ask, what uh, what was it? I mean, how did you get your inspiration for your song? I mean, just for um, people out there. Oh, fans if you fans haven't listen. heard the sample of Lumpy's song, please go right now. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh,
4: it'll
2: be on it. the show, won't
3: it? Um, the whole song? The whole song, saying? a clip of it. Yeah. Sure. So, I mean, what was, how did that, how did you come up with that? <laughs> um,
2: I, I don't know. It's ridiculous. I have this thing where every time I put a song on a compilation that uh, that's coming out or something, I decide to do a hip hop song.
1: Exactly.
2: Um, and I think like part of me wishes that I could rap <laughs> um, I, I'm not like a huge hip hop fan but there there are yeah. certain hip hop bands that are like among my favorite bands oh, cool. and I wish I could do it I'm friendly with a rapper from Providence named Storm Davis and like I look at this guy and, and how you know gifted he is with his rhyming and, and I wish I could do that I wish I had that talent so also it I don't know. It lends itself to certain humor that I can't really get out in my normal yeah. songs. Like, oh,
3: your no, normal songs are pretty funny. You're, you have such clever wit, though, in your music. I enjoy your songs because, uh, no, no, it's true. It's true. It's very sharply, very. I like that. That's the kind of humor that appeals to me. Yeah. It's,
2: there's a lot of thank things. you. I try. <laughs> so don't <laughs> rouse on Wizard Rock, guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Wizard Rock really, it's 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 like fan fiction set to music. Yeah. Really, and <laughs> yeah. in a lot of ways, like I. I feel a certain allegiance with fan fiction, um, and I, it's just another uh, creative thing um, being expressed, and it's a love of Harry Potter that's being expressed. And
4: exactly. There's all kinds of ways that fans have found to express their love of Harry Potter, and it's it's mostly the people with imaginations that like Harry Potter anyway, so they're usually the creative types, and they can do crafts, they can do baked goods, they can write stories, make fan films make music. I mean, music and, you know, writings and films are more mainstream, you know, endeavors than perhaps, you know, crochet. So they're going to be open to more scrutiny than other things. And it, and there are also things that people have defined tastes on. Like, oh, I only like this kind of music. So your music is crap. Yeah. Well, so it's, you know, it's, it's all done by your fellow fans here, guys. So you can hate it, take it or leave it. But uh, if you like Christmas songs, you probably will like this album.
0: And this album, every every penny of proceeds goes to Book Aid International, an organization that sets up libraries in third world countries. It's preventative. It's like it's like providing preventative medicine instead of the cures to diseases that we didn't ha- wouldn't have if we had preventative medicine. You know, yeah. it's people. Uh, yeah, huh? No commentary there. And it's it's really um, it's really great because then these countries can educate themselves and people can pick any time to go and educate themselves yeah. and that's what and if this comp sells out then we will have a huge amount of money to donate to them and that's gonna be fantastic yeah. so it's has go, going well things are selling well you need to buy it now because it's not gonna last we're telling you and uh, let's hear a song let's hear a bit of Whompy's Oh Christmas tree song okay. rap thing guy,
3: guy. <laughs> thing. <laughs>
2: spending Christmas chillin' with my crew on Hogwarts grounds We got Hagrid spinnin' records cause he knows how to get down And he made a pact with Draco that there wouldn't be no drama So Draco's got the mic and he be flowin' like Madonna And Pansy's right beside him, she can rock the synthesizer And Dumbledore just got here and he brought some appetizers He's got kettle chips, some onion dip, and a plate of cocktail wieners clam cakes, New England clam chowder, and a couple pounds of steamers, and the giant squid. I love
1: that kid. He's a hit
2: with all the ladies. He'll get more groupies than Sebastian Buck did in the 80s. So if Wampy gets too riled up, do we have to hit his knot or anything to get
4: him to stay still?
3: Oh!
0: <laughs> Wish we could
4: do it. Wish we could do it, yeah. <laughs> she
0: would.
3: I think she has. She's trying to attack him several she, times. She was sniffing your hand this
2: morning. She, she hasn't attacked me so much as flirted with me. Oh, oh, really? I, I think she liked something me. something going she on cats <laughs> a, dendrophile.
0: Yeah. a dendrophile? Is that what it is to like trees? I think so. Oh, oh. Wow. learn a new
3: word new words from, from the tree. Podcast. Yeah. What? I don't know.
4: <laughs> what else did we find out from Joe on her so little book tour?
0: So much! You always said that you wanted to know what Petunia said would have said to him. Yes,
4: because I yes, thought Petunia that. would bring him up to the attic and go uh, up yeah, really strong. trunk. I know. Yada yada.
0: But... Petunia didn't say a dang thing.
4: But Joe gave the thoughts that Petunia was thinking she wanted to say some words, which were...
3: Good luck. I know what you're up against. I hope it turns out okay. Yeah. My favorite thing I have to say was her talking about the two different types of love, about Bellatrix oh, and Molly awesome. Weasley. Mm-hmm. And and it was so amazing how she talked about, here is Bellatrix with her sick, obsessive love. Nick and I had a great conversation yeah, about yeah. this earlier. Right? What did you What did you think about when she said that?
1: Exactly. Just the symbolicness of it and she said that there was um, another significance to it though too um, aside from the two clashes of love and that just being uh, that I don't remember That
0: Molly is a very talented witch whose light is hidden in the, under a bushel right. because she's always in the kitchen cooking yeah. but the cooking is harder than it looks and even in the wizarding world and it was showing that she can be a talented witch in other words just because you've dedicated your life to your family doesn't mean that you don't have other talents. Yeah. That a woman has dedicated her life to it doesn't mean she doesn't have other talents, which is... And boys
2: too, I'm sure.
0: Well, boys too, but it's mostly a thing that people think about women. Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, and look at... Damn right! What?
1: Look mm-hmm. at how well Hermione did I was cooking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And she's Hermione. She's Hermione. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hermione's like, well, how about we just use the invisibility cloak and steal some food? Yeah. <laughs> instead, of, <laughs> instead of me having to cook. <laughs> you know?
4: Well, that was on a string of conversation about how somebody asked... How she decided to pick Molly to be the one that would kill Bellatrix, and yeah. not someone else like maybe Neville? And Joe had knew all along that it was going to be Molly to take out Bellatrix, and uh, and that was why. It's just so uh, you know we had uh, canon conclundrums c- uh, about whether or not you know, how powerful Arthur and Molly were, even though we never really see them do a heck of a lot up until you know Deathly Hollows. And I think uh, she pretty much answered that. Quite uh, affirmatively.
0: Al, what was your favorite um, thing that she said? Just... Um,
1: I, I love that she had such a good sense of humor throughout the entire thing. I, I thought she was on the ball with every, every little thing. Like when she was doing her reading, and one of the lines that Ron said, that she didn't know if she wanted to go through with it, and she basically she stopped afterwards, saying, "Oh, so um, funny, yeah." It was something like.
3: I heard, I heard you coming, coming out, of out of my pocket, pocket. Yeah.
1: and she stopped for a second, thinking, "Do I want to let the joke go, or do I just want to keep reading?" And she finally just couldn't hold it in and just let go, and the entire crowd just burst into laughter. It was, oh god! I thought that was one of one of the best things. That, that- and um, the question that um, the little eight-year-old girl asked about Aberforth. Oh
0: my god!
1: Oh god! Coats. If any of you weren't, if you weren't there, you—it was the funniest question. An eight-year-old girl asked Joe Rowling what the um, spells were that Aberforth got caught practicing on a goat. And she didn't know how to answer it. She just, she she, she gave a very, very clean answer for an eight-year-old girl. So, and she
0: said, that's my answer to, to you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I Meaning, if if her first question was, how old are you? Yeah. Like, this will determine how I answer this question. You know? said it works out really And she was the cutest little girl. Have you ever seen, um, there's a particular episode of the West Wing yeah. where President Bartlett kisses this little girl on the head a little blonde girl she's got this cutest little like precocious looking girl and that's exactly what this little eight year old looked like blonde hair you know just yeah. so smart yeah.
3: and you know and she she went how old are you and she goes eight and she just shrugs shrugs yeah. like watch <laughs> I'm eight <laughs> So. you know the, the thing about this whole tour tour, Joe has been, been asked these questions that like fans have wanted to know I mean there's been some repeat questions but I think Joe is almost like it's like she wants to she's just been waiting to ask answer these a yeah. lot of these questions like someone asked her what was the one question that no one answered ask her was it about Dumbledore's wand which is a question that uh, we asked her in that chat yes. yes you know but she still hasn't said what's on the yes. inside of the wand Jessica Wait. would
0: you let's go ask your mom please, please.
4: Yeah. <laughs> this is our fun little new uh...
0: new game Yeah. <laughs> hey Jessica <laughs> it's time for our Hey Jessica segment. No. <laughs> our question for Joe this week, Jessica. Go bring it over. It's really funny. Uh, but Joe is here. The podcast in the- guys want to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ma, I got another question for the again. <laughs> yeah. Get out a piece of paper, Jessica. We're going to ask yeah. you a few. No, mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, what's on the inside? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mom, no. she said, well, I would have said, if, you know, she said she was telling how she would have like kind of drawn it away, you know, too much, like saying, well, Draco's Wood has hot when she answered it, I think on her website or something. Yeah. And a
0: long time ago, she said, yeah, a reading yeah. or something,
3: but oh, Joe, come on
1: well there are all these questions that we came up beforehand that we were thinking we would ask her yeah Yeah. 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 every last one of them got nailed
0: good thing because all those questions went out of our head once we walked
1: into the room
4: well we we asked the one about uh why when in chamber secret terry got stabbed by the fang yada yada did the horcrux not die yada yada and someone asked that at the uh the thing as well and she said that oh i get asked this a lot and i'm like oh crap
3: twice (laughs) in one day yeah
4: you know, yeah. yeah.
3: But she's so cool about it, though. She just answered this stuff, and she just was into it. Sure, go Joe, go. Yeah. <laughs> oh
0: well, guys, it has been fifty-five minutes, and wow. I'm really sure that we are going to be talking about this for weeks and weeks mm-hmm. to come. Yeah, this well, might I'll even derail
4: be... us, actually. Yeah. From our regularly scheduled format, if we continue to go with our bit by bit segment in Phoenix yeah. Files, we might even have like Joe's book tour bit by bit.
0: <laughs> so, was so much, much you know she was just set him up and knock him down with the laughter it yeah. was amazing
4: I couldn't over how dang funny she was and you, you, you know she's clever and you know she's witty because of how she writes but she can do it off the top of her head too and that's.
0: but that's what she always said that she's not she said that her sister is yeah. the funny one that's and she's, and she's yeah. the one in person but it's, other people have said that it's sort of true because she was more reserved in the past and her sister was always the really funny in person one but now mm-hmm. Joe has become the because I think it's probably the confidence that she's gained. Oh, how you do
4: know. you not be confident if you're?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and plus
3: the relief now she can just talk about. Be like, woohoo, yeah. let yeah. it all go. Oh, the other, the
0: last thing I wanted to mention is how amazingly touching it was when she walked out and yeah. the, the crowd oh. was immediately on their feet, and it lasted minutes. And it was, it was like it was saying everything. It was, we've just lived this with you, and we are so grateful for you, and we are your biggest fans. Yeah. And let's celebrate this together. It was like this amazing kind of moment. And she yeah. was you know every. It was, it was awesome. It was a standing ovation yeah. we always wanted to give her at the end of this. Yeah. Yes, exactly you
4: know? it was. That'll make you cry. Anything else?
3: At Carnegie Hall. At Carnegie yeah. Hall, no less, yeah. no doubt. Where, it's, where some great performances have been given, and there is Joe Rowling. He gave this incredible well, 17 year old so That's amazing. Yay, Joe! <sighs> all We're right, all well.
4: still a little stunned, but maybe by next week we'll have more in-depth Joe bit-by-bit bit segments for you.
0: Next week's gonna be my last week for a while.
4: Melissa's retiring from Powdercast, guys.
0: Forever? No, not forever.
4: I put her on a suspension.
0: <laughs> he. She's. Do you hear me snort? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My roll of my eyes went into the next room. Okay? <laughs> no, I have a book to write, <laughs> finish writing, and a lot of research to do still. Um, and I have a lot of work to do. So yes. one more week of this, and then I have to. I really do have to uh, focus on that for a while. Yes. Except that Matt's gonna write it for me.
2: Yeah, I'm actually writing her book.
0: Yeah, that's the kind of thing Yay. that Jacob. You're ghost a ghostwriter. I hope I'm a
2: ghostwriter. I hope that's written I am, somewhere on the I decorated contract. Decorated her house.
3: Oh, yeah. What else he had just I comes done? up. done? I'm crazy. Um,
0: you, you decorated my house. You, I forgot. You cooked dinner the other night because you like put the a toaster. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Matt, awesome. Matt does everything, guys. It's, I'm, so I'm it's so just so I'm so just cr- around really <laughs> here. No, <laughs> but yeah, house elf.
2: Uh, Nervous laughter Awkward laughter um, One more thing um, Matt
0: has something to say
2: I have something to say I just want to say that I'm the one person in this room Who did not uh, see Rowling's reading And I did not meet her in person But I'm also not jealous Of the people in this room at all Um, I've spent The last couple days with them Kind of experiencing it secondhand. Seeing their joy and enjoyment of this event, and it's wonderful. And I just want to say that you all really deserve this opportunity. I'm extremely proud of you.
3: Aw. thank you very much. Thank you. It's lovely. Thank you. Thank you. I go, right, yeah. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: all right. Well, we have one more thing left to say.
4: All of you out there in Potterland, to keep twiddling your dials.
0: The next password will be Dumbledore. Keep each other safe. Keep faith.
1: Good,
4: Good night. night. We've missed it. Dobby is free.
1: I confess myself disappointed. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed.
4: Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. <laughs> This week's podcast was produced by the Pottercast Trio and Steve Bonnet. Thanks, as always, to our awesome transcription elves for transcribing this and all our other episodes on Pottercast.com. For more information about the show and how to contact us and be a part of future episodes, visit Pottercast.com. Okay. 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 We're
0: are you trying for a blooper right now?
4: Are we recording?
0: Recording. Yeah. Now. Oh. Okay, ready? Welcome to Podcast number 122. Three. Three, no, two. Stop. Two? Three. You're sure? Podcast 122. Sure. I am? Uh, yes. Alright. It's Podcast, right, Sue?